If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, welcome back to Mind Pump, the realest fitness show on iTunes. Damn straight. Real. You're listening to Sal Stefano, Justin Andrews. Yeah. And Adam Schaefer. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and uh, guys, um, there's someone asked us a really good question, uh, and I think we should do a whole episode on it. I think, I, I think one, one episode on, on one, one question. question. Hooking yeah. a dude up. Wow. Yeah. Must be a good question. It's a great yeah. question. So this question comes from, uh, this is Instagram, comes from JXSP. And the question is, if you could give your younger self advice, what would it be? Oh, what a great question. Yeah. What would you tell your younger self? Oh my God! Yeah, so uh, we got we to fit this all in an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tell us, tell us, Adam. What would you what would you tell yourself? Oh man! Well, I tell you what, because <laughs> there's so many things that I don't I don't want to miss something. I'll start with something. <laughs> wash that, wash that, yourself right after sex. <laughs> you know, no, I, you know that actually, honestly, Here's I never to the clinic. I'm I would start. I would start. Uh, the The first thing that comes to mind to me for sure is I would have I would have got myself reading. Uh, and, and reading what I what I like to what I like to read now. So mm. uh, at an earlier age, so you would have recommended yourself books. Yeah, your younger was, self would have been like, "Man, I'm a yeah, you're yeah. a dork." So <laughs> I grew up to be a dork. It was it was right. That's why everything happens for a reason. I so I it was balance, cool. right? But it was like I want to say it was like uh, 25 years old that I get really into reading, and I started picking book after book up and. Uh, and never was it. And when I say books, I don't, I don't read novels. I can't read a novel. I cannot get into it. You a like novel. nonfiction. You like you, true stuff. Yes, I need. Yeah. I need a. I need a Except book. For that, crazy baby, you gotta read that all. Day. Oh, no, dude. He, just, <laughs> he, just, he just threw that. God, oh, God. hey, uh, real quick before we, we might as well address that. Uh, Adam's on the cover of a new romance novel. Oh God! Called oh. Crazy Baby. Oh God! So, Here we uh, go. If you, yeah, you guys. I couldn't wait to get to work today with you fuckers. I can hear. I can hear about this. Oh. I'm waiting for my book signing. I bought it just for the cover. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> All right, Adam, continue. I apologize. So is it accurate though? Like you know, I, I have depiction. I haven't read it. I haven't read it, and I I don't you. think I I don't know if I ever will. Although I've got clients that have read it, and they've they've given me feedback on the story. Like it's actually a sequel to uh, the uh, another book. So I, and I've handed out that book and to a couple of clients and. It's like a like, good oh, bathtub yeah, reading material. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, I think so. Glass of wine. Slow jam. And box of tissues. Chocolates. Lotion. Candles. Yeah. Something like that. God, I don't know. Yeah. I think you guys should well, have to read that. For, for, for giving me shit, you guys should have to read You know what, Justin? We should, we should read it and give a book review. Oh, my God. I would love that. Let's do that. Seriously. And you know what we'll do? We'll read excerpts out of the book. I'm willing to put money right now. No, no. Then we're going to make Adam act it out. I, <laughs> I don't even know if you want that, dude. Uh, okay, maybe not. This is yeah. I bet you guys money you couldn't even finish it just because the fact your boy is on the front cover and you gotta <laughs> read that shit. You guys couldn't even finish it. I'll, I, I got five hundred bucks that you couldn't read it from cover to cover. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. That's as you could not, I'll take that. I'll take that yeah. bet. No, you all day long. You won't make it cover to cover. <laughs> I'll take. I have a confession. What? I already read it. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I don't want it to ruin that. the story I already made up about you. Yeah, can we stop? Hey, so, we, so you want to read more is what you're saying. Go yeah, ahead, I stuck, can we yeah, stop talking about me track. and we'll get back to the real. So what books would you recommend your younger self? 
uh, I, you know, I got into some John C. Maxwell is probably one of my favorite authors that I first started getting into. So I, I love that. And you could categorize that as self-help or leadership. Um, I, I, I took a lot of good leadership stuff in there. Uh, one of my favorite ones, uh, developing a leader within, uh, that was one of the first ones I read. And, and I, I, that would probably be one of my first starters as far as a specific book. Uh, Jack Welch's winning was another uh, great book that I read. Uh, back then, even and there was some actually uh, very very impactful book. Even though it's a really short, easy read, was a uh, one minute manager. I thought that was that changed my philosophy and how I used to to lead. So when I was younger, I, I was responsible for uh, leading. You know, uh, got most everybody who worked for me was older than me, so I was you know, right. I was twenty years old and managing a staff that mm-hmm. was you know average age was probably twenty five to thirty five right. and above. So <clears throat> you know, I was young. And, you know, my mentality back then was kind of, I was young and I was talented, but I was still very young minded. And so the, my, my way of being successful was, um, I could, I could outwork most people. I don't, in fact, I've met maybe one or two people in my life that can keep up with my, my work pace. And that was just something that I prided myself on is like, Hey, I may not be the most talented person with that, but you know, I'll, I'll outwork this anybody. So I had that kind of mentality, uh, going in and it was like run with me or get ran over and i'd always find one or two people who believed in my philosophy and liked me as a leader and and they would follow me and we would be very successful it wasn't until i got later in my career i started reading and getting into like leadership books on on better ways and one minute manager was one of my favorite reads even though it was a short a short book i i thought the 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 whole point of the book really changed my philosophy Mm -hmm. of training so i if i went back in time i would tell my just one piece of advice i'd say buy google yeah, <laughs> done. That's Screw it. Buy Google. Google. That's, yeah. a hot that's not fair, dude. That's okay. Back up, dude. Google. Back up. No, no, no. You can't change. No, it. no, 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 that I is like such Marty a, McFly's one better. Yeah, right? Where he gets like the sports bets. Exactly. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say that if, if you're gonna go there, then I would have done a lot of other things too. I mean, you would have no. Tra- I'm teasing. Kept track I'm, of all. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You're right. What's right. So legit, legit. What I would say. You, to why don't you stick with me on the books here? I, I'm sure we all have a, a, a book or something. That, even though, actually, you know, you were reading the fucking encyclopedia yeah. by the time. You I, was, I forgot. <laughs> I was always. Reading, I forgot yeah. the nerd was already reading. I would, yeah. I would wait, read. wait. You know, would you go back and tell yourself to do some cool shit? No. No. You know what I would say? This is what I would say. I would say be. I would say be fearless. Because I did take lots of risks when I was a kid in terms of business. You were I, scared a lot when you were younger? Well, no. I'll you don't t- strike me as that. N- well, let me explain. So I started my first business. Um, let's see. I bought my first gym when I was 21. So I was really young. But I had an opportunity at the time. This is, so I was, when I was, this is when I was working at 24. I had, a t- I had an opportunity to go run uh, or be in a management position in Hong Kong. Go run one of those big bad boy clubs over there. And it was, I was just too intimidated. I was away from my family. I was young. And looking back... I should have fucking done that. That's so that would have been such an amazing experience. It's so weird. Our stories are so similar because you know at the, what happened to me, and it was when I was it was right before I bought my house. That's actually what made me stay in California. Is I was in a transfer and work in Hawaii for a year. Wow! And that was all. I had the approval for the transfer, all set up to go. See, that's that would have been sick. And I and then but I imagine would, Hong Kong. Yeah. Like yeah. Imagine, well, yeah, no, that would be awesome. And, and, yeah, and my, although I'd be, I would, would be, totally I would be scared different. to death to do. I, I was just scared, and my buddy went over there. He actually did it. He was older than I was, and he went over there and did it. And this guy was making crazy money like those clubs were doing so we so here in 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 california norcal we had some of the biggest closeouts right where we do 50 60 grand which is ridiculous 
these clubs were having hundreds of thousands of dollars closeouts. Yeah. And, you know, they were doing insane deals and they had sales guys making 200 grand a year. Well, I mean, like the insane. average, the average training staff too is like, you know, 10 to 15 trainers out of a big club. And they had, they had like 50 to 75 trainers at a one facility. Dude, That's crazy. You had, you had to wait 30 minutes to take a shower <clears throat> at certain, at certain times of the day in some of those clubs. And I, and just also the whole experience of Hong Kong, just a, a different country, different culture. Um, and that's what intimidated me. And if I could go back in time, I would have told myself, don't be such a fucking pussy. Get your ass. <laughs> go to Hong Kong. Cause I guarantee that would have been such an amazing experience. That what that was such a big regret of mine. You know, looking back, it would have been, I think it would have been awesome. So what about, what about, what about, you, what about, you, what about you, Justin? I don't know. Like I was, uh, as you guys are talking, I, I was trying to think about that. Like each one, each pivotal moment in my life has, has led to something else that's open. That's been crazy. So for me, it's hard to be like, change this about yourself and, yeah. and and suggest something else that because I feel like it's all intertwined like I I went on this this crazy journey where I just decided I'm gonna move to Chicago I know nobody there uh, you know I'm gonna I'm just that's gonna right. try something else that's totally new so once I once I sort of got into that mentality like everything has been that same sort of thing like you know take risks do this and like I I, I actually really like that I, I started to do that more often after I moved out there and took a chance um, and kind of found my way into what I'm doing now, which I love this. I love I love that it, it, it it's evolved into where I am now and uh, I'm enjoying it and, and taking risks on all on multiple different things. So uh, I would just would think that maybe maybe back when I was younger, like not to get so frustrated with the fact that I wasn't like your typical student in class and oh, that's I wasn't a good one. that's a good one you know I wasn't I I was always I was always sort of compared to, to other people and like you know my brother or, or you know uh, the top students in the class or um, you know somebody that was like extra spiritual in church or you know or somebody else that and that always used to frustrate me because I always felt like out of place and uh, now I love that you right. know you know but back then I was so like I felt I just felt like this disconnect, you know. I I, I didn't ha- I didn't feel like I fit in, and uh, even in even college I didn't really fit in. I went to this real conservative school, and and I'm just like, at this point I I, I absorbed a lot of the values, but you know what? I'm my own person. You know, I, I'm just setting my own path. I'm doing my thing, and and I'm creating things. And I love creating things. So anyway, I, that's where I'm. You at. You know, that reminds me of I think that's such a good point too that I w- you would go back and tell yourself like, think of high school, right? When you were in high school. Just the way uh, kids just naturally become segregated, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got the, the the cool kids that are the super jocks, and they they're all the same five to ten kids are in the prom running and this and that. And you know, when you're this kid, like you said, like maybe you're just a little bit different than everybody else. Like you you compare to that all the time, and you get so hung up on that where kids get depressed and kids have all this issues and bullshit they got going on. It's like, dude, what you don't even realize is that script gets fucking flipped in about twenty years. Dude, in absolutely. twenty years. The kids that were nerds, not talking to anybody, or they're fucking doing their homework in straight A's, thinking about college, moving along on that, just the outcasts, they're the ones freaking popping bottles, rolling around in yachts, flying everywhere all over the world yep. and shit like that. Yep. The kids that were the fucking high school, like, it gives you they're, character. they're still in yeah. that same town fucking yeah. drinking beers after at the local bar, dude, mm-hmm. fucking working at some whatever, you know? But that's it's it's a trip to that would be a great thing to go back and tell like you know what like yeah like don't like stop like don't trip like don't worry yeah, about it's all part of the journey don't don't trip because it gets better oh yeah like, high school sucks like and if if you peaked in high school then your life sucks <laughs> yeah it's true there's you know there's those kids look there's some thank God for Facebook right because you can yeah. look back and see kids you went to school with 
And I'm, you know, I look at somebody and I'm like, oh my god, that dude was such a like he was so popular, he was such a stud, and the dude looks, you know, looks like shit now, and he doesn't, you know, he peaked early. Yeah. Right, you know that was like the peak, and I'm sure he always probably thinks back to high school and well, how awesome it. All it was. The stories always. Oh yeah, no, I revolve around high school. For yeah, that person. like that uncle on uh, Napoleon Dynamite. You know, the, the yeah. always throwing the football. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Per- perfect. It's a perfect right now. <laughs> well, see, when I was in high school, I wasn't I wasn't a nerd. I wasn't super Mr. Popular. I kind of was friends with everybody. Um, I was probably known for speaking out a lot in, in class and in debating or arguing with the teacher. I know, right? It's hard to believe. Um, but it, it, I never really felt like I belonged. Not that I didn't fit in. I mean, I can hang out with anybody. I just didn't feel like this is like, oh, I don't know, I, this isn't right for me. And the first time I ever felt like this is home was when I, when I worked in a gym. My very, my very first day, I'll tell you guys, let me tell you guys a story. My very first day as a personal trainer, uh, for, I go in there. And um, this is at the time when uh, 24 used to do the fit starts. I don't know if you guys remember. You guys probably weren't there at the time. It used, you guys started later than I did. Um, and this was like the orientation. So my fitness manager introduces me to this top trainer in the club. And he says, you know, follow this guy around all day and he's going to teach you how to do these orientations. And the goal of these orientations is to show people how to use equipment and sign them up. So right off the bat, he, he, he takes me through. I follow him around. He does two fit starts and he says, hey, you should take the next couple. I think he just wanted to take off. So I said, sure, no problem. That day I sold $3,000 worth of personal training. This is my first day. And he, and this is back in the day when the club goal, like the top clubs are doing like 13 grand. He would do like two grand in a whole month and he was like a god in that club. And I hit three grand that first day. And I remember thinking, and everybody was like tripping over that, like, oh my God, what's, and I remember thinking like, this is easy. Like I, I just felt like this is what I was made to do. I was made to be in fitness. I was made to talk about fitness. Um, and I was made to, to spread this, uh, this energy and passion I have for it. And what's funny is I didn't get that feeling again. I, I kind of did as when I became a general manager, cause I love working with large teams, but I didn't get it again until we started this podcast. Oh, yeah. That same feeling happened again where I was like, whoa, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, uh, I'm supposed to yeah. talk. I think, we could, <laughs> you know what I'm I think we could all echo that. You know, yeah. I think for sure that... Uh, I would tell myself to start this shit sooner. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what, what I'm saying? What, what about this? What, what would you tell yourself, uh, like, related to financial? Like, for example... Oh, dude. So, yeah. okay. By Google. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go back to that. You anyway. know, just back to your even your habits. Like, some things that, like, you know, here's some, here's some lessons I learned the hard way. So... Um, you know, at a very at a young age when I was successful. So for me, I'm early 20, 20, 21 years old. I was doing uh, very well, making good money. And uh, I used to, when I come back, I would get things for my, my younger siblings. My younger siblings were, you know, didn't have that much stuff. They had stuff, but they didn't have everything. And anytime I could had extra money, I would, you know, buy them stuff. But one of the things I did because they were young and I did that all the way, I trained them into uh, getting used to that, you uh, know, and it was almost became like so when they started to get become teenagers, and I, I really feel guilty for like creating bad habits for them, like where you know here they are getting older and they started to expect it as they started getting older, and, I, and it's like that was crazy, man. And it, and I didn't really start to stop it until they got caught up to an age where I was like starting to realize what was I doing at that age? Like, what are you doing? You guys are way behind right now. If you're still asking me for shit like this, you so. know what's interesting is that uh, this me and you are very similar in this respect. You, the way you talk about your young, because you're the oldest, yeah. like I am. I have the, I'm the oldest of four. 
do you have more of a kind of you're definitely an older brother but it's almost like you're kind of like a parent, a parent. oh yeah I'm exactly the same way with my siblings and everything I ever did uh, I, if they did the same thing I was always careful like I better not do this because yeah. then they might do the same thing or I gotta be careful it's almost like I was helping you know I felt like I had to uh, be such a, a role model for them and so that's kind of what you're what's coming across with well, that well exactly and this is what and the reason why I'm sharing this is because you know it's forever altered my relationship with my two younger siblings you know, I don't, I don't have the, the, you know, we're good 10 to 15 years apart between the two youngest ones. And I don't get to, I don't get to have that brother sister relationship like I have, like with the, my sister, who's like a year younger than me. And it's not because I, I don't try or don't want it. It's just that I've created that for myself, you know, because I've been more like a parent with them that they don't call me up to tell me the, the first time they kissed a boy or the first time they messed around right. or the first time they tried a drug or the first time they did something this or right. like, I don't get that brother phone call or they don't talk about that stuff because they think I'm gonna get pissed and I'm going to scold them or I'm going to yeah. get onto them with that. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a shitty situation for me. And, and all I can do is hope that as they get older, that it, it will grow closer in, in that and they'll trust me to be more of the brother than like a father figure so you know if I could go back I think that's a that's something big I would that's I a good d- one I would have done yeah. I would have done things differently uh financially that way that would have uh, changed uh, the relationships and the, the way I built with my my younger my younger siblings well so I so kind of sim- similar in terms of finance but I would have told myself if I went back in time you know I was making a shitload of money I was extremely conservative I threw it all in the bank and I lived with my parents Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm making six figures and I buy a Volkswagen and I live with my parents, which is okay. That's good. That's smart. I didn't go spend it. However, <clears throat> I didn't invest it. I just threw it on the bank. Mm-hmm. And if I could go back in time, I would have been like, because I wanted to buy property and stuff, but I was too scared because yeah. I had nobody to really help me, mm-hmm. you know, what to do. So I just, you know, I just saved it. So I had a huge savings account, but it wasn't making shit for me. And had I invested it, geez, by now I'd be. You know, I'd be I'd be rolling. Yeah, you know? I know. I mean, I could totally echo that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Investments and just overall knowledge of financial, you know, security. Because where do you learn yourself that? up? You yeah, know, you don't. You you have to learn it. It's like you're shooting from the hip because a lot of people that do know, they're not real willing to 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 tell you. You know, unless they're like really close to you and they want to help you out and like reach out to you. Because otherwise. You know that stuff's hard to come by. Well, you know what's it's there's this this unsaid rule that like you don't share your salary, you don't talk about money, like people just don't. Yeah, it's like a it's such a personal thing. Which personal, is, yeah. It's not. It is. It's a hard one to get good information about. If you're someone who's young, late teens, early twenties coming through, and you're trying to learn like the ropes on credit and how to buy a house and the things that you should do or other investments like you're talking about what you could be doing with your money while you're saving it and, and better ways to leverage yourself. Right. Setting like, up an IRA unless, even. Yeah. You know, unless you got, like, unless you got uncle Richard, who's super brilliant guy who sits down and talks to you and shares all this, this, this special details with you, or you're reading it in some, some book, which mm-hmm. you're probably not reading either that young of an age. You're just kind of winging it and trying to figure it out. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a great one. I think that's a, yeah. another, a great point. That well, they you, leave, you know, school leaves kids so unprepared for reality. Oh, well, we've talked about this. We've talked about this before. I know yeah. the three of us all agree on this is that I would totally, if I, if I had a hold of the educational system, the curriculum would be like fucking 50% different. Oh, uh, oh for more, sure. more than that. I mean, first of all, you graduate, you don't know how to invest. You don't know what interest rates are. You don't know loans. You don't know how credit cards really work. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know how to start a business. Um, you don't know how how the economy works. Yeah. You ask a kid about economics, and you know, and I'm talking about like a 17 year old kid, and they're and they're literally ignorant on the whole subject. You know, they'll say stuff like, "Oh, you know, uh, uh, the government should just give everybody a job, and then everybody would be you know oh, employed," because yeah. they don't understand economics. Right. They don't understand real economics. Um, 
these, these are things, that, and this is why, in the, and we had an episode where we talked about if we had $100 million, what we would do, and I talked about this nonprofit that I wanted to do where I teach these types of things to kids. Man, imagine if you told if you took a bunch of, because we were motivated kids, right? Hmm. Imagine if we learned that shit at 18 years old from guys like us now. Right. Oh, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just to, just to learn how to invest, how to buy a property, what interest rates mean, you know, why you should do this, why you should do that, because you have no idea. Oh, and it, it's... I don't, you know, I know people uh, in their 30s that still don't don't get it. Right? Like, Where do you, you learn it? Yeah, if you if you haven't bought a house or experienced that yet in your life, they're you know they have to at one point. And it's like that's some shit you should have learned about because just like you said. So now I was lucky. I had somebody who was older than me. I didn't, like when I had saved up. Just guys, we're so similar in so many ways. So I said I live with my grandmother, and I drove around the same car I, I had in high school. And I was making six figures, and I was just stacking money. Yeah. And I got to the point where I think I had a little over fifty thousand saved up. So I had less than you saved up. And my buddy was like, "Dude, get a house. You need to get a house right now. Roll that money into a house. It's a great time. This is what you want." And I'm like, "I didn't know anything. So what do I do? I go buy some books. This is this. I'm getting into reading at this time, and start reading. I think the first book I read was uh, Real Estate Riches by uh, uh, Robert, uh, same guy, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, okay. Okay. I, yeah. 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 What is it? Kiyosaki. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did the Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, great book. Both books are great. So uh, immediately I get into all that, and then I had a I had a good friend who sat down and like taught me like how to how to read how to read loans and stuff and, and understand it to a point because this is actually a whole other story we can get into because he fucked me that I found out later on oh, like five years later crazy right. Wow. So, you know, and this is why, like, I had no idea. I had no idea how to read a hood. I didn't even know what a hood was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how important that would be to make sure you don't get screwed on a loan. Because what happened was I had a good friend of mine show me the front end and how I was getting charged on the front end, which he was not charging me any money on the front end. It was on the back. And he hit me on the back with the bank. And, like, most people have no idea what that even means. Mm-hmm. And it, they can do that to you when you're buying a car. And they can do that to you when they're buying a house and you make big purchases. And, like, who's not teaching you how that? Like, you should be aware of that. If you're getting nailed for something like that, you should at least know, you know? Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And I didn't find out till I refinanced my house, like, four or five years later. And when I was refinancing it, I was explaining to the next person who did my loan, they're like, oh no, no, I can look at all your papers and see what you did. Like, no, he made he made twelve grand off of you, oh. and I was like, oh, he told me he didn't make any money. Not only that, I, he guilted me into giving him my brand new laptop that I just bought because he was doing it for free. Oh, so I and I, what you know, right? Totally worked game on me, right? But the, it was also one of the best things I ever did because guess what? I mean, I did buy my now house. You're very aware, and well, that I learned, and, and then my house, you know, continued to go up in equity and go, go, go. So I, you know, at that point, like around 24, 25 years old, after I'd had it for about three, four years, I would, you know, I'd made a good over a hundred, hundred thousand plus just in equity from the mm-hmm. home, which is if it wasn't for him kind of pushing me into it and taking advantage of me, I wouldn't have probably got in that early because I wasn't educated on it. I didn't know. I, w- I didn't think like I was ready to buy a house or that would be a smart investment. But it was if you were if you knew how to follow real estate and understand how how that's related to the stock market and things like that and like and economics like you talked about, then you can follow things like that and you can pretty much predict like to the most part like where we're at. Are we on a downward trend? Are we on an upward trend? And mm-hmm. you know would this be a good time or a bad time to buy? And if it is a good or a bad time to buy, are those good rates for that time or not? Like these are all well, especially when you're a kid, it's like you have no. <laughs> Uh, the risk for you is so small. Like, what are you going right. to lose? Like, yeah. I already live with my mom. Like, what am I going to lose? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now I got wife, kids, and you know other things. Like, okay, now I got to be careful. But you know, that, when I was 21, when I bought, I bought a gym down in Palm Desert, which is now by Palm Springs. I took a hundred grand and put it in there. You know, and I had nothing to lose. Right? To do something like that now would be so scary. 
you know? But, and then the yeah. funny thing is I was even, I should have even had, you know, I should have even taken more risks back then. When I look back, I was still being conservative. That, yeah, that's how I feel. Like back, back when I was younger, it's just like you, you realize now how many things are tied to you. And, and just like, even though I still take big risks, uh, they're very much more calculated. So even back then it would have been, it would have been fun to you know, do a couple more of those pursuits without any strings attached, and just been oh, you saying like when you were back with your parents, or when you yeah, had, yeah, when yeah, you back were, when parents. you were in a situation to fail, like you were, yeah, 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 yeah. we could fail and not be screwed. Yeah, up. you could just get back up on your feet. You know, it, it's just when you're young, you don't think in those terms for sure. So, yeah. What about what about your guys? Uh, I, obviously, because this is a fitness podcast. What do you guys? What about like your own uh, fitness? Oh wow! Like, what would you say for yourself if you went back in time? When you first started working out, like one piece of advice for I would, foam roll. I would I would bring our MAPS anabolic program back to me oh, and be like, listen, bro, I know you think you should train arms and do this and do that. Follow this to a T. Just work it. Watch how much you grow over the next four to five years. I wish I would have been doing foundational movements like that from a very young age. I wasn't because I wasn't a football player, uh-huh. you know, and that's pro- probably anybody that's our generation, unless you did have some bodybuilding background or were a pretty smart kid or were in football, you weren't training that way. You know, you weren't, you weren't doing deads and, he- and heavy squats and no, things like nobody that. Was. Just a random 17 year old boy, you know, the, the squat racks had all kinds of dust on them back in my days. I remember nobody used to do that uh, stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I wish I, I, I could have went back and, Really, even when I was, gosh, even an early trainer. So I would go back and, and, and tell myself everything. The, the two biggest things in fitness I would tell myself is, is teaching me, uh, teaching me basically like our program, foundational training, mm-hmm. right? Building, building yourself inside out and starting the right way and continuing to build off of that. And then the other thing would be the nutrition piece. Oh man, because, I would exactly. I ate so much garbage oh, trying to gain God, weight. So did I. I had, just just I, ugly calories. Today I used to live off of hot pockets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thinking that because the macros lined up, I'd be like, oh, I just eat hot pockets. Oh all yeah, day I'd be like fifteen grams of protein. I'll eat three of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. That was totally my mentality back then, and it was it was awful. And I could not figure out what. And then. I, so those two things, nutrition and that, I think would be the two biggest things that I would go back with from my the fitness self and tell myself, you know, and just stick with that. I, I'm sure, God, I can imagine how much further along we'd be. Oh, what about you, uh, Mr. J? I actually probably would have got more into uh, unconventional type training a lot earlier before All everybody right. started adapting it, you know, and it became so mainstream. Um, it's like you guys remember back when kettlebells were like, what the hell is that? And you, if you watch like what happened with, you know, uh, everybody that came out of that as far as gurus like there was just like so many different gurus and they're making so much money just off of that one thing you uh, know what I mean and um, I just feel I feel like I do I do that type of stuff anyway just because it interests me uh, to not always be you know tied down to the gym you know I like to do things a little bit differently but um, you know now now everything is associated to CrossFit if you do that so you know, I would have loved to have, uh, you know, introduced more of that into the market before CrossFit became this, you know, powerhouse it is today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just to not have that association. You know, it's just so tiresome. Damn you, CrossFit! Yeah. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you yeah, stole it. Everything is CrossFit. All right. Well, this is uh, this is what I want to ask you guys. I, what would you go back and tell like yourself from like like your um, God? What's the word I'm looking for? Prepubescent. <laughs> no, no, yeah, like, yeah, from, like if you were, if you know, the dad talk, right? The birds and the bees, the sexual. If you're gonna go tell yourself, <laughs> yourself about sex, 
what sex is going to be like future Adam <laughs> and when you should start doing it how you should like do how it how descriptive are you going to be some, yourself some of the do's yeah exactly like what are you going to let yourself well, know that would be an awkward conversation that, that young and age do you feel like you do need to go through the whole process of learning the hard way and doing things or something's wrong or do you want to do you want to make yourself like Mr. Swap right out the gates dude like no one no one wants to get down right away what would you say what would you say well, I, for me, I think I've been with the same person for so long. Oh, I, this, God. This, I know wah, this, wah, wah. this is not a good que- this is not a good question for me because I've been with the same person so long. So you're gonna have to go, Adam. I'm, I oh guarantee no, don't shift the back. I asked the question first. Justin has to go first right, before right, I go. Right. I want to I want to know you guys. I want to make you guys squirm a little I'm bit. I'm just uh, what, what, what's <laughs> it? Wait, no, I didn't know how to answer that. Uh, um, for me, I, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> or how about this? How about just in, in general with girls? Like, what would you say to yourself about dealing with Yeah, it could be chicks? anything, though. It doesn't have to be just, I don't want to, you don't think you give me like bedroom talk. Like, I mean, I would, I would hear, I'll start, okay? You guys are fucking getting all bashful. No, 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 no. I'm not even bashful. Like, if you're, if you're talking about, like, are you going to, like, coach yourself? Or yeah. are, are you just going to explain, like, you know, your mistakes or, I, or all that? No, like, I think, I think it would be. Uh, it would be cool to kind of <laughs> give yourself a sort of heads up, you know, like, hey, you know, this is this is kind of what you want to do in this situation <laughs> as opposed to this. You might want to avoid this. Uh, you know, if she says this, on, bro, do you're being, that. You're being, you're being you know too vague. I want an example. I like being vague. It's, I, it's, I, want, I want an safe. example here. What, what's a good, what's a good oh, yeah. do and don't? Justin would have been like, clear the pipes <laughs> before you go. Because right, right now, some, some young 19-year-old kid's listening to being like, hey, and he's listening right now. He's like, give me the look. Give me some love, Justin. If you're not giving him any love right now, you're being so vague that I don't even know. You can't even help him right to, now. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it just it, it just would have been. How about know, this one? Prime, if, prime if, it. If it, you know, if prime it, it one at a time. <laughs> your first time, you got to prime it. Okay. Prime Get that thing ready. <laughs> how about how about? And then you're gonna last. You know. You mean a like clear longer. the pipes? Yeah, you gotta clear oh, it. Clear you gotta it out. clear the pipes first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, how, how about one? How about no means maybe. Okay. No. Well, no. now that gets touchy because yeah. it's an individual basis on that one. Yeah. No, you can't. Come on, I want. I want a detail. I want. You got to give me like an example of a doing a, a doing a don't that you would tell yourself. Uh, don't don't. You know, if a girl gives you this sign, don't do like. You know, if uh, she tells you it tickles, it, it she probably doesn't like how it feels. Okay. <laughs> don't tickle. She, yeah. yeah, don't tickle. Yeah. Don't make jokes right girl, before you're about to do it. <laughs> Okay, okay, there you go. There you That's go. That's one of them. I That's a great one because I actually yeah. I used to have a trainer. It's a terrible to, idea. Used to dude. tell you me just you kill the mood. Yeah, yeah. You think you're all funny and suave? Like, ah, and you got this joke, and then you're trying. Okay, now let's switch gears here and be like sexy. <laughs> okay, so I have to sh- I have to that share doesn't a story. work because this, this goes right with what we're talking about right now. So that why that was such a good one. Okay. Oh god, this is so bad. Not, I can't use names here, or else I'd be, I'd be hung. So I, I had a client that I trained both uh, her and her boyfriend. And they were, uh, he was in like his early 20s. She was in her late 20s, early 30s, somewhere around there. And so she, he's a little bit younger and stuff. And of course, I've had them for years of training. So they, they share like their, their sexual life and everything with mm-hmm. me, right? So that's just, <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you're not a trainer and you're listening to us right now and you're like, oh, well, so no, no it's they, not they, your clients no, tell you do. everything. Yeah, yeah, clients tell you everything, They're right? Good, sir. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, obviously, I'm not giving up who this is. So I'm not, I'm not selling them out. But what she used to tell me about, her her boyfriend that it used to kill the mood all the time she's like i don't know how to tell him but he comes out and he like he's every time he gets naked he has to be funny like he swings his dick around and he makes all these like weird, <laughs> he does he does he does chinese drums yeah he does weird slaps he does yes he does oh, dick yeah. slaps he makes yeah. weird noises and he like meat puppets yes dude I've done that yes one. Yeah, dude. the bat wing yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
my Tell me, guys, you don't do the bat wings. No, dude. Or, no, or no. you reenact? <laughs> you reenact that one scene, you know, where the guy See, I knew I just had to get the him, legs. I knew I just oh, had to get him started, bro. It put it in the basket. Oh, <laughs> silence of the lambs. It's not funny. They don't. Pretty, they don't appreciate. Pretty that sure one. that doesn't get them ready to have uh, sex. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. Do not play with your. Don't gin- tuck your dick between your legs. It's fun though. Yeah. So I that that reminded me that when you said that you that those, these are things you should not do. So he would it come out and he would come out and helicopter basket. it. Yes, and do before having sex and, and say something funny and just spins. just say he would do like puppets, like do weird weird things, you know, just do funny <laughs> stuff. And she's like, it would. I, she's like, it'd be totally in the mood, and then he'd start doing that, and it would just uh, kill it. She's yeah. like, and it's killing sex like crazy. She's like, I need you to talk to him. So I'm like, how do I bring that up? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, training, to, like, I'm training him. I'm training him at the next hour, right? Like, hey, uh, you know, I needed uh, I needed you in my corner. Like a couple of years ago, yeah, where dude. were you? I could have used that advice. Like, God, I'd be like, dude, what? Um, hey, bro, uh, yeah, don't do that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> don't do what? Um, yeah. You know, before you have sex, uh, yeah. how do you even bring that? All right, up? we're gonna do some squats, but before we do, <laughs> yeah. don't helicopter your cock so right before you have sex with your girlfriend. So how'd you bring it up? You're like, hey, what's your move? I yeah, did, yeah, I like, did what, it, bro. What do you do I, I, to I told her I was like, I can't do get this. your lady in the mood because I didn't even know like until and I was like until he's comfortable enough to share that because he shares everything else with me. I don't want to go in and probably like, like, hey, dude, tell me kind of what you do. <laughs> like, who does that? You, know, you, I don't, know, right? you don't ask your buddies like, you know, if, if you're sharing a sex story with me and you're giving me details, I'm not asking for like. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you'd you yeah, look yeah, at your yeah. friend like, why are you Give telling me, me that? Yeah. I want to hear about the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Don't tell me about what you're doing with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do with your business to get your girl all heated up, that's your business. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Look I would... how purple I can make it. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You guys don't do that? No. Uh, wow. Fine. Justin went from bashful to he didn't give a shit yeah, anymore. Well, see, I knew I just had to get him started. I knew he had some things uh. that if he could go back and tell the younger <laughs> self, Sexually, he would do that. Oh, you, I, I got that's a good, pretty much it. I got you. a good one. You know what I would do? I would give myself advice on alcohol because uh, I didn't. I wasn't a big drinker, but the first time I drank, I think a lot of us did this the first time. You don't realize that um, the full impact of the alcohol isn't going to hit you for like 20, 30 minutes. So I drank myself so sick the first time. I wish I could tell. And then it happened like two or three other times. <laughs> yeah, two or three yeah. other times. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I I, I think. Uh, I, I would go back if we're um, and we're telling my my younger self in the sexual department. So a lot of you don't know this, but I uh, I was saving myself, so I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna have sex till I was married. So I, I signed a purity card when I was a young kid, and I, I made it right. Only, we I, talked about that because I, I was made, in the same boat. This is this is this is by the way, this is pure evidence that that shit doesn't work. Don't make your kids sign that shit. Look at Adam now. <laughs> dude, <we heard laughs> you ruined him. Such a dick, dude. <laughs> so. I actually, I, how about this, dude? I owned, I owned a house before I had sex. Hell wow. Out. So I, I waited to- your priorities, yeah, right? Yeah, I was, I, was, uh, I was 21 years old, right? God. So, and and the only real reason why, because the girl who I thought I was going to marry, we didn't work out. And that's about when I found out we wouldn't work out. We were together all through high school, off and on afterwards. And uh, you got, you, So you guys didn't have sex, but you guys did other shit. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. I mean, I think every kid does that, right? We, right. But we, you know, but <sighs> I would have gone back. <laughs> so from like <laughs> from like 17 to, I don't know, 21. And I don't know if it was just because I was a virgin or what, but I passed up a lot of, lot of good tale that I could, uh, yeah. And, and my, so you'd go back in time and tell yourself. Yeah, dude, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Get in there, enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. This way you could pace yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't hold out. Yeah. I, that's what I, I would probably go back and, and, and tell myself that I, more than even more so I, less about the sex and more about how emotionally I was tied up in, in that girl that young. 
you know, like I just thought like the world, and I'm sure everybody has their puppy first, love, first puppy love, you know, the first girl you fall in love with yep. and you just, you know, I just thought, and every, you know, it's crazy because I watched my little brother go through it. Like it's just, uh, every kid goes through it and it's like, you, it's almost like you can't give him advice. So it's like, that's why it would need to be me. Future yeah. me would have to come because my dad can't tell me, my friend can't tell me, but future me, you're going to say, listen, okay. Future I have, you would high five yourself. You know what? I know. Having I just, sex with somebody. <laughs> you know what? I know exactly what would be a good thing to tell yourself. You go back in time and tell you, because when you're, when you're a guy, this is for the guys, listeners, and you guys, I guarantee you know what I'm talking about. When you're like 17 or 18, first of all, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old chicks are hot. We're dorks at that age. Like guys at 17, 18, 19, yeah. like you don't get, you're not a stud until you're like 30. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I would go back in time and be like, you know, tell, you know, tell these yeah. dudes like, listen, um, don't worry. You'll get the power. Just be cool right now because right now I know the chicks don't, you know, you think you're a big nerd. Yeah, yeah. You just wait. Give yourself 10, 15 years and you'll ripen. Because men get better with age for sure. Well, and just, w- women will say that. We'll, yeah. we'll ask a woman next time. We'll ask a woman the next time we have a, a woman guest on her. That'll be a question we ask. But I, I know they've done surveys on it. That yeah, the maturity is very high for for girls early. But that's why guys get like you get your you got your heart broken at you know nineteen and years mo- old. And, and most girls physically peak around their early twenties too, like late teens to early twenties. Well, if they really take care of themselves, obviously it happens a little later. But but you know you're right. Uh, for as far as men are concerned, no a majority, like, bro, a majority. Well, what and I was, then when you talk about men, the majority of men don't peak till their late twenties, early thirties. Even even longer than that. Like if you take if you take yourself at twenty and put yourself next to you now, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a completely different story. So it, yeah. it, so a lot of guys listening right now who are young, like you're not even you're not even at your full power, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't reached your best form. Until you, reach yeah. the power. You, you haven't hit the super saiyan level yet. Yeah, Just yeah. wait till you Just be patient, right? Get yeah. a magician hat and you know wait. Dick puppets. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.